is Thursday, February 15th, NBA betting picks edition of the NBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It's brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Play Underdog's Pick'em for a chance to win 100x. Promo code NBASGPN at underdogfantasy.com for a 100% deposit bonus. And we're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. And we're also brought to you by the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. Enter their free Daytona 500 contest for a chance to win $100 cash and a $100 SGPN gift card at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Daytona. Welcome, everyone, to the NBA Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Thursday, February 15th, currently 11.08 on the East Coast, here to get into the short Thursday slate, the final uh, schedule of games before we do enter NBA All-Star Weekend. But joining me on this Thursday episode, filling in for Scott, I got the villain himself, the superstar of the show. It's Terrell Furman Jr. Terrell, what's going on, my man? How you doing this Thursday? No, I'm good. I'm good. I, hey, last day before the All-Star break. Some people are going to take this day seriously. Others are not, and we'll see what it looks like. But uh, I'm looking forward to it. A huge slate of games last night, so I'm glad that we got only three today. Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, we've been grinding away five days a week ever since the season started. I know you were mentioning that uh, you've been on the pods that have the the bigger slate. So I think, you know, we're all going to get a little break here. You know, we'll join All-Star Weekend and kind of reset our batteries and and get ready for the second half of the season. So a lot to be determined in the association. Uh, but like you mentioned, yeah, three games on the Thursday night schedule. Uh, let's quickly, uh, or not, we don't have to go quickly because there's only three games, but Look back on uh, last night in the association. Uh, like you mentioned, Terrell, there's a lot of games uh, on the schedule. Um, where do you want to start, man? I'll give you the floor here, man. Oh, well, I, I mean, it's so much. I don't even know where to start. Uh, we can start with Utah, my lock for the past two shows that have let me down. And matter of fact, I mean, it, between Utah and Denver, I don't know who I'm more disappointed in. I feel like a sad father. I really don't know who I'm more disappointed in. Both of those two teams had the rest advantage. Both of those two teams, quite a team coming off the back-to-back, and they were going into altitude, and both of them lost out, outright at home. Outright. As five-point favorites, both of them lost outright. I mean, uh, Rui Hachimara... Rudy Hachimara and AD, first Laker teammates since Shaq and Kobe to have 35-plus in a game. Didn't think that was a stat. Wow. Didn't think that was for real. I'm actually kind of shocked. I don't believe it, actually. I have to go look at it and look at game logs. and Because you, you got to show me that Braun and AD never did this. But I guess they never have. It said 35-plus for the uh, AD and Rudy Hachimara, first teammates since Shaq and Kobe. So I guess so. But uh, it, it – it, I don't know who I'm more disappointed in, Utah or Denver. Denver, I guess, because they have an MVP and they say the defending yeah. champions, they're going to be the one seed. People are still picking them to be the one seed. They're saying Jokic should be MVP this year. There's no way you lose to the Kings on a back-to-back like that. Like it, This Kings team just has their number, it seems like. 
especially what they went um especially what they did night before against phoenix right i mean that game was uh tight all the way around right uh, it wasn't a blowout mm-hmm. in that game against phoenix and it, it went down to the wire so it wasn't like the starters didn't play a lot of minutes in that game against the phoenix suns and, and they go into like you mentioned going into denver i know denver was a little shorthanded right they didn't have kcp they didn't have jamal murray but still you're going into altitude it was really that second half where I myself also expected the Kings to run out of gas because they are in altitude on the second night of a back-to-back, but they actually outscored Denver, man, sixty-one to forty-five. And they they stole one, they stole a victory. So good for uh, good for Sacramento, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm. What else? The the. <laughs> so it was a lot that went on in that Clippers Golden State game. Oh yeah, and I was watching the game. Mm-hmm. And I watched Ty Lue get ejected. One, Jonathan Kaminga. If you're gonna get a tech, get your money's worth. Get your <laughs> money's worth. You should have, you should have. Oh, you you about to get added to the team because you should have sit Mason Plumley into the first row. Oh, if you're gonna get a tech, get your money's worth. You pay now you're paying a five thousand dollar tech. I think it's five thousand dollars. I think you're paying a five thousand dollar tech for no reason. Like you should have got something worth it. But so Ty Lue gets ejected. And at this point, I'm on Twitter verbally cooking Ty Lue, saying how this Clippers team is going to blow a playoff series lead and it's going to be his fault. And then he gets ejected. And in my head, I'm like, man, I should really take Clippers money line here because they were down by like nine or so. It was something like that. I should really take Clippers money line here. I didn't do it. I didn't pull the trigger. And sure enough, it happened. As soon as Ty Lue left the game, they woke up and actually started playing basketball because Ty Lue was a horrible coach for them. <sighs> that was what, what about you? I, I don't even remember. Like, Ty Lue seems like the, the most chill coach uh, out there. And for him to get ejected, I think something <laughs> should have gone down. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I was watching that game as well uh, between the Clippers and the Warriors. That one turned out, like you mentioned, to be one of the more mm-hmm. exciting ones of the night. Um, what else did we see last night? I think uh, Scott has talked a lot about how just this Boston team just owns Brooklyn for whatever mm-hmm. reason. Um, I mean, they just absolutely just smacked them last night and won that game by 50. Um, what else was surprising? It was, I think, the Hornets, man. I know we've shit on the Hornets a lot. I don't know if it's that. It won't surprise me because we picked it, but oh, oh yeah. boy. But like oh, by boy. what twenty three points? I mean, oh boy, that Atlanta team, man, that Atlanta team is horrible. That team is horrible. If they had just a few or less wins, I would pick that team to have the worst record in the NBA. That team is terrible. Oh my god, that was like that wasn't even a sweat. It wasn't even yeah. a sweat. I didn't sweat it. How do I not sweat a plus two something money line? I didn't even sweat at all. There was no point in that game where I said, oh man, this person's gonna hit. Like, I'm not gonna get this money line. I'm over here thinking that the seven and a half, like <sighs> the seven and a half was pure clearly no sweat. But the money line, it was just come on, Atlanta. Make me work for the bet. Make me work for the bet. <laughs> Man, hey, sometimes we need I didn't work for ones. it. Sometimes you get the night off. Sometimes you get the yeah. night off. You can just go in there and cruise control. And, and I guess that's what happened with Charlotte last night. We just got to go in there and cruise control and get a plus 250 money line because I don't know why you're laying seven. Seven and a half, it got to one point on the road with the Hawks. I, I, I don't know. 
Pistons almost did their best uh, backdoor. JR's talking about it's easy to call the Hawks trash because they're missing Capella and Okongwu. I don't think he's a... Uh, I don't think they moved the needle that much. Bro, they had the rest rec- the worst record ATS with their whole lineup in. Like, come on. Let's not cape like the Hawks are good basketball. Let's not cape like the Hawks are good basketball. That's horrible basketball regardless of who's in the lineup. Yeah, I mean, I, I was high on this team coming in. I was absolutely completely wrong about the Atlanta Hawks. And I think I was also surprising that they didn't, you know, trade away DeJounte Murray at the uh, trade deadline. And I don't know. I know they were playing some good basketball at that time. But since then, I think I think was in the last two games. They have they the worst record ATS in the league. Yeah. yeah, they had the worst record. They Charlotte was the worst record. Then they just gave it back. Look, Charlotte is better than them <laughs> because they fucking suck. I'm trying to tell you. How do you there's no way you're going to convince me that you have the worst record in the league and you're a good basketball team. No, you have the worst ATS record in the league. You're not going to convince me you're a good basketball team. Um, what else did we see last night? Grizzlies, um, this Rockets team is absolutely trash on the road, at least. Um, they give up 121 points to the Grizzlies. Um, I don't think it was too shocking of a result because I know I've said it multiple times, this Rockets team, they're very good at Toyota Center. They're very good at home. But when it comes to the road, their ATS uh, record reflects it. And their straight up record uh, reflects it as well. So they're now five and twenty-one straight up on the road. Uh, they lose that game by eight. Uh, Mavs took care of business against the Spurs. I think I mean that was pretty much it from last night. Dang, uh, Russell, I'm sorry you don't have chemistry with your co-host where you can just interrupt him and he knows that. Hey, this is a part of the show. We know how to talk around each other. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we've been doing what's up? This right, we've been doing shows for three TV? years. Yeah, three, three years, years off. We've been yeah. doing shows for three years. You understand that I'm going to just speak, and, and you're like, oh, well, hey, that's a good point. And then Moon off, Moon off and Scott could be all too. They have things too. Like we all, yeah. it's called chemistry. We let our uh, hosts be themselves. We don't, we don't change anyone. Uh, on the NBA gambling podcast. I feel like we're also kind of trying to limp into uh, NBA All-Star weekend here because I feel like the energy's a little bit low. But, um, yeah, I, I'm not much else, man. Did you have any thoughts on – did you read, read the story about uh, Isaiah Stewart and Drew Eubanks before the game? So here's my one. Because Scott was so, Scott couldn't wait to message me and be like, you see, Beef Stew was trying to fight. He always been trying to fight. He punched Drew Eubanks in the face. He knew who he could punch in the face and get away with it. He knew the person <laughs> he could punch in the face and get away with it. Of everybody that got punched in the face, Drew Eubanks got punched in the face. He knew who got he could punch in the face and get away with it. So I don't believe that. I don't believe that at all. The only question that I have for Drew Eubanks is if it was such a soft punch, why didn't you hit him back? So I got to see the footage. I yeah, can't I would, wait. Not, been, I cannot wait. I cannot <laughs> wait till they drop that footage. It, I know it's a security camera somewhere. I know yeah. the footage is going to get leaked. It's some person that's in the back office watching that, and they're like, oh, they need to do it. So Drew Eubanks, you're telling me that it was a soft punch, and he punched you in the face, and you didn't punch him back? <laughs> and he right, ended bro. up playing the game. All too. right, bro. All right, all right. Yeah, I, I was like scouring Twitter to see if I can find the video, but it hasn't been released yet. Uh, all right, man. You telling me that you ain't? It was a soft punch, but you ain't hit him back. And now he's getting assault charges. So did you press charges? Did you press charges? I don't know if it was. 
he pressed the charge. I see he did get like arrested for assault and then he was released with a citation. It's that's last thing I, I read about the whole situation as, as of this morning. But yeah, I'm not, I'm not with you though. I, I need a I need to see this tape and see what kind of transpired. It's probably not like a Draymond Green punch on Jordan. How did y'all even Poole. get into it? <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm trying to figure I out. I think as I need well, to but... do research. Did they like play against each other in college or like uh, what what is what is the history between NSA Stewart and Drew Eubanks? Why is this a storyline? The NBA yeah, gives you know. random storylines. Yeah, it, it was weird when I when I uh, when Shumps actually dropped the uh, dropped the story, but. <laughs> Interesting uh, to say the least. Anything else from last night, Terrell? You want to uh, mention? No, nah, man. Let's get these three games out the way. Yep. All right. Uh, before we actually get into the games here for tonight, uh, let me tell everyone again about Daytona 500. It's this weekend. Go check out the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. Those guys absolutely crushed it last season. Um, I remember a particular time where I messaged Rod on a particular race because there was nothing going on on a, on a Sunday afternoon. And he gave me two guys to bet on. And those guys finished exactly first and second. So those guys know what they are talking about. But they have a contest going on right now for Daytona 500 this weekend. Uh, all you got to do is go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com uh, slash Daytona. You enter for free. There's a chance for you to win a $100 SGPN gift card and $100 in cash. And also... Make sure you uh, support them with their ND car uh, podcast and also F1 as well, because those guys, like I mentioned, they know what they are talking about. And we're also brought to you by our friends over at Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy has a way to play alongside your favorite fantasy players all season long. NBA, NHL, and college basketball. Simply pick higher or lower on your favorite players' fantasy stats and cash in. You can win 100x with some spicy plays. Stay tuned at the end of the episode. Terrell and I, we will put together a underdog entry for the uh, three games here for tonight on Thursday. So you can watch along, make your picks, and maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. And when you sign up with promo code NBASGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit of up to $100. Again, that's Underdog Fantasy. But make sure you use that promo code NBASGPN. All right, Terrell, let's get into it, my man. We've got three games here. We'll lead it off here with the Milwaukee Bucks. They are in Memphis here tonight to take on the Grizzlies. Currently, as it stands, the Bucks are an 11-point um, road favorite here with a total of 223. Uh, looking at the injury report, let's start here with the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, Chris Middleton continues to be out with a left ankle sprain. Dame and Giannis are both excuse me, probable here tonight uh, for the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, we just talked about it. Memphis did play last night against the Rockets. That they did get the victory as a four-point underdog. They do get that extra time to submit that injury report, so look out for that uh, for the Memphis Grizzlies. But, Drell, uh, can you make a case here laying the points with the Milwaukee Bucks team that has been absolutely struggling? Uh, well, the case is, is that they have to bounce back after scoring 91, 97 points. I'm sorry, 97 points against Miami Heat with no Jimmy Butler. Yeah, I I think that's the number one. You know, if you're on the side of Milwaukee, it's like they have to have a bounce back spot. But this team also could very much be packed up and ready for the All Star weekend because it just didn't seem like there was any effort at all in that game against Miami. Like it feels like that they just kind of oh packed it in. It's not going our way. Shots not hitting. They're hitting everything. We're just gonna stop trying. And Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers, man, his tenure here in Milwaukee has not been good. 
I'm just going to, I'm going to be on the side of the points before the all-star break. I don't know if Milwaukee's locked in. I really okay. don't know if Milwaukee's locked in over, over the, this, this day, right before the all-star break, you know, what's this Thursday, tomorrow, tonight, everybody's flying to Indiana, going, getting in the mood. They're probably like, you, you scored 97 against Miami. 97. Yeah. That's terrible. 97. I, I just, this team's not good. ATS. They're nine and six, nine and 16 on the road, 20 and 29 as a favorite. They haven't been covering that well in the past 10 games, six and 10 over that span. Like, I just don't understand what there is to like about Milwaukee right now. Whereas it's not much to like about Memphis either. It's just the lack of talent, but at least Memphis goes out there and tries. I'm going to take yeah. the team that tries. Uh, I'll take the points. Yeah, Grizzlies on back-to-back situations this season, one and eight straight up, eight and one towards the under, but they are four and five against the spread. So it's not like they're laying down. And I mean, I, I again, I could see a world where the Bucks, yeah, maybe come out here and take care of business. But again, they just have been so bad on the road this season, 12 and 13 straight up. They're only nine and 16 against the spread. Um, and if you want to take a look at, let's see, I'm going to count this here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. 10, 11. So of the last 11 road games, Darrell, how many spreads do you think the Bucs have covered in their last 11 road games? The last 11 road games. Uh, last 11 road games. Okay. I Oh, well, I don't want to look because the score is going to tell me. All right. I want to see what the teams were. Uh, the Bucs, if they're 9-16, and 16, the last 11, I know they've been bad with Doc, so let's just go ahead and chop up. They haven't covered in maybe three or four. Uh, I'm going to say they haven't covered – Nine. Nine of the last 11. So they haven't covered 10. You are one short. They haven't covered 10 of their last 11. The only cover came uh, was the February 3rd game against the Dallas Mavericks where they won 129-117. And that was a game that they were trailing by, I think, like 25 points in the first quarter. So I, I can't do it. I can't lay it uh, with here with the Bucs Wait, either. the game that they went to Dallas and came back? And wait, wasn't nobody playing in that one? For the uh, Mavericks? For the bu- wait no for the, the Bucks, Bucks. I don't know. somebody else. somebody has I felt like somebody had some outs in that one but I know what you're talking about it's the one where they were in Dallas right yeah yeah um in Dallas that was a game where Kyrie didn't play um but that was a game where Dallas was up 44 to 20 in the first quarter and Milwaukee finally woke up I guess in the second quarter the rest of the way they won every single quarter after that they responded with a 40 to 21 second quarter but i mean i mean you said it i can't i can't lay it with here with with the bucks here uh, i think that for a memphis team that doesn't have any all-stars going like they'll be dialed into this game right i think that despite their record ats straight up on uh, sorry a uh, straight up record in back-to-back situations they've still been pretty good against the spread on back-to-back situations so i'll take the plus 11 and a half uh, sorry yeah the plus 11 and a half here with the uh, Grizzlies, any thoughts on the total here at 223? I kind of lean to the under a little bit. And it's more, we look at the Milwaukee Bucks, and they actually have been playing better defense at Doc Rivers. Much better. In fact, over the past five games, they're giving up 109 points per game, which is uh, sixth in the NBA, and that includes a 123 to the Miami Heat who can't score ever, whereas the Memphis Grizzlies, they've been 
pretty solid over a course, like a little bit of a fallback. They're down to 12 now. They were a top 10 defense for majority of the year. They're down to 12 in the past five games, giving up 113. But I just know this Memphis team is full of a whole bunch of defensive dogs that are going to get after it. Now that the Bucks have Patrick Beverly, that Doc Rivers got them playing a little bit better on that side of ball. So I, I just think that it's more of an opportunity for an under now with this Bucks team than ever because of how they're playing. And it's before the all-star break, hopefully very, very lax, very, very sluggish. I think last year Giannis played like two minutes before the all-star break and then came out because he had a hand injury going on at the time. Was that mm-hmm. last year? The year before is one of those years Giannis did that. So like it, there's room and there's precedent set for this Bucks team not to care. So yeah, and under 223 here for me, uh, hopefully Grizzlies defense comes up big. And this is one of those ugly, ugly Memphis games that ends like 106, 102. Yeah, I think if we like the um, Grizzlies side here, it, you can't get into a shootout with the Bucks here. So I think they're going to have to really... Um, Lock in defensively. So I'm with you on the under here as well. So I think a bit of a correlation that if you do like the Grizzlies, it will be correlated towards the under here um, with the uh, Bucks. Any player props uh, you like in this game? Yeah. Uh, it's going to be an ugly one. <laughs> I just have. Do we even have any? I don't even. Oh, okay. We got to. Yeah, we do got props. Like I said, I kind of lean to the under, so I want to go with target rebounds, and I just don't know how I don't target Giannis 12, over 12 and a half rebounds yeah. and plus money. Like I, yeah. If he plays, if he plays, and that's really the concern for me and how I don't target Giannis, is he going to play? It, like, Is he going to play the entire game? I would think he's not hurt this year, so it doesn't it, it wouldn't be that he would sit down. And if this is a competitive game like I think it's going to be, he should play the whole game, right? Because this still counts toward the standings, and you don't mm-hmm. want to just give up a loss. So, I mean, the, that's my only concern, is Giannis going to play this entire time? But I think the game is close, so I'm just going to take my chance on it. Giannis over 12.5 rebounds at plus money, because nobody on this <laughs> nobody on this Memphis roster has that focus of rebounding like Giannis does. I don't. I think that's clearly his matchup to win. Yeah, I think the uh, one that I was looking at was uh, Vince Williams Jr. on his assist. VCU. Uh, at, yeah, he's at he's at four and a half right now. It's at minus one sixty, but I would take it up to five and a half uh, to get some plus money there. He's had at least eight assists in four straight games uh, for the Memphis Grizzlies here. So I know the points are. I mean, the, the points prop is right where I think it should be. It's at 12 and a half. He's averaging around 14 around his last five games. But I think where he's getting the assist has has been really good for Vince Williams Jr. He's also getting the minutes as well. He's averaging about 36 minutes per game over the last five games for the Memphis Grizzlies. So that was the one that did stick out to me. I agree about, uh, with you about Giannis here. He should have a good game uh, rebounding for the uh, Milwaukee Bucks, especially if we're expecting this to be an ugly one here between uh, the Bucks and the Grizzlies. Any other ones you're looking at? Uh, Gigi, whenever he comes out, okay. I think that Gigi Jackson should be a pretty solid play. And points, uh, maybe a points and rebounds. Okay, maybe a points and rebounds. It's just he, they, they're giving him a lot of minutes. He's very active. It seems like they trust him in that coming off the bench in that second unit to kind of give them 
uh, when you think of Memphis and you think of all the guys that they've kind of had, Brandon Clark came off in a six-man role for them at one point. They really, really trusted him with the second unit. There was a small short in time where Zaire Williams was hot and they were trusting him with the second unit. Like they've always had that guy that they just said, hey, we really just need you to cook with the second unit and go to work. And it seems like Gigi's gotten that green light of, hey, if you're playing with the starters, you're still going to defer to them. But hey, when the second unit's out there, you go out there, you go to work. So uh, I, I like Gigi Jackson. I think he should actually have a pretty solid day. All right. Uh, let's get over to the next game of the night. We've got the rematch uh, between the Golden State Warriors and the Utah Jazz from a couple nights ago. This is actually the makeup game uh, that was postponed um, about a couple weeks ago. Oh, is it? Oh, okay. yeah, this is yeah, this is the makeup game. So we got Warriors minus one and a half in Utah here tonight to take on the Jazz currently sitting with a total of two hundred and thirty nine and a half points. Uh, no injury reports submitted just yet for either team, because like we did talk about uh, earlier in the show that both teams did play on Wednesday night. So they do get that extra time uh, to submit those injury reports. Um, and I didn't see any news after the game if anybody was going to sit in this game. So I think that if the the Warriors would have won last night, that maybe some of the guys would have sat here tonight for the um, for the Warriors. But nonetheless, like I mentioned, these two teams had just matched up. I believe this was on Monday between the Warriors and the Jazz, and the Warriors did win that game, one twenty nine one oh seven behind another brilliant performance from um, Steph Curry, who's been on absolute fire shooting the basketball for the Warriors. I'm not sure if you saw where he hit that uh, three-pointer from the tunnel to the other side of the court. Oh, my God. Every time he does those shots, I think that they're not real. I don't know why I think that is CGI or is something not real about it, but I just think that is unreal. And somehow i don't know man that it's greatness man it's just greatness like i don't know man that was a crazy yeah. shot uh let's start with the side here man minus one and a half in favor of the warriors what are you thinking i would have loved for the warriors to win that game yeah and i think i might have gave the jazz one more shot <laughs> but oh man Utah's really killing me right now they're going through they're going through that slump everybody has it Everybody has one where they go through a slump and they're not playing their best basketball. And that's Utah. They're kind of limping into these all-star game. And I, if, because of that, I can't take them. And because I can't take them, it means they're probably going to win tonight. <laughs> because whenever I fade Utah, they immediately make me regret it. Yeah, they've just been struggling on the defensive side. I mean, take a look at the last three games. They gave up 129 each to the Suns and the Warriors. They gave up 138 last night to the Lakers. Um, and they've lost what, let's see here, six of their last eight games, and they've only covered two of their last eight games as well. So, I mean, like you mentioned, right, it's 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 the ebbs and flows of the NBA season where you'll see teams struggle. Uh, and I think that they're kind of in the wave right now. So I think they're probably just looking to getting forward or looking forward to getting to the all-star break um, and trying to, like, you know, put this thing bad spell, we can say, you know, behind them and just come out after the all-star break in. Maybe look like the team that we saw earlier in the season. But I think this is an important game for the Warriors because we talked about it um, I think on Monday or Tuesday that they're right there at 500. So, you know, they've, they've been playing some great basketball, the Warriors, over the last two weeks. I know, like we mentioned, they fell a little bit short at home last night against the Clippers. But I think this is a game that they do want to do want get back above 500 before the All-Star break. And then coming out of the All Star break, we will see what happens with with the Warriors. But yeah, I'm on the Warriors side here, man. Minus one and a half. I just can't trust this 
uh, I can't trust this Jazz defense right now. Um, you know, with the way they've been playing. So I'm on the Warriors here, minus one and a half. Um, you have anything on the total? 239 and a half? Oh, yeah, it's over. 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 Yeah. Golden State. Yeah, same way. And Golden State's defense has been better, but they really gave it up last night. They're going, and I'll, I'll give Utah another chance because yesterday they played a team that was back-to-back with travel to altitude, and they ended up giving up an L anyway. But now, here you go, back-to-back. Altitude. Uh, Coda State's been a cash cow. They really have. They just played in Utah last week. Was it this week? Yeah, it was yeah, on. Um, was Monday. it Tuesday? Monday. Yeah. Because I, t- I I took Utah in that game. Yeah, yeah. So Monday. This is this is kind of a. I'm screw it. I'm taking Utah one more time. This is the last time. Sean, <laughs> when Sean took me to Vegas. When Sean stacking the money green took me to Vegas and he started teaching me about table games and he taught me blackjack, he always told me three times, if you lose three times in a row, you get up from the table and you, you carry on, you go find another table, you get a drink, you do something and you reset and then you come back. It's two out of three. Go in Utah one more time. <laughs> because yeah. really, like, this is, and it's, it's pretty much a deja vu game. Like, this is pretty much a deja vu game. They're back at home. I really, really want to think that the back-to-back plus travel is going to mean something, even though this Golden State team is maybe the second hottest team in the NBA now, second mm-hmm. to the Los Angeles Clippers. But Utah really, really needs a win before the All-Star break. Like, those three losses in a row, Phoenix, Golden State, the Lakers, like, they really, really need a win. So hopefully they can get a bounce back in what should be a deja vu game. Yeah, uh, I'm with you on the over here. I think that, again. I can't um, bet it, though, unfortunately. Yeah, I mean, I, I get it. Um, over. I love the over, though. I love the over. I think the Utah horrible on defense. If they win, they're going to have to score to keep up, and they have the options to do so. Like, yeah. with getting Abaji and Olenek out there has opened things up for Keontae George that uh, Will Hardy has said, hey, Keontae George, I want to give him more minutes. I want to give him more opportunity. He is a really, really good player. So they're really, really stacked in the backcourt, to be honest. And, and then it opens up Walker Kessler and just allows Walker Kessler – uh, more opportunity to roam. And I, I just think that he should be able to try to take advantage of being the only big on the court, like being the, the biggest player on the court. Didn't do so much last time, but hopefully uh, we can get a better one this one. Let's go around. Um, Warriors on back-to-back situations on the road, uh, four and two towards the over, and then the Utah Jazz this season in back-to-back situations at home, two and oh to the over, averaging right around 242 and a half points in those two contests uh actually for both teams uh coincidentally so right now it's sitting at 239 and a half obviously if you know curry gets ruled out <clears throat> or you know um injury news comes out later in the day because they do have that extra time like i mentioned because they played last night um to get those injury uh-huh. reports submitted that obviously our opinions will change on that game but um as of right now assuming that curry does play in this game yeah i think we're both on the over here Leading us to player props, uh, Terrell, what are you thinking? All right. Does one Stephen Curry make it five straight games with seven plus threes made? I think so. You got to ride the hot hand. I mean, why not? (laughs) Why would he not? (laughs) It goes back to your blackjack table analogy. If the table's hot, you're not getting up from it. No, I'm not getting up right now. No, hey. So, look. (laughs) So, quick story time. 
so one of those times the uh, Sean and Kramer had me out in Vegas and we were in Circa. And mm-hmm. so we had, I think they had just did VEASAN spot. So we, we went to the blackjack tables. And when I say it was the most insane blackjack heater I've ever been on, that we were at the table for hours. And it was no point that anybody said we need to get up because we kept winning. And so it was so point that I look over at Sean and I said, Sean, what do you do if, if you're on a heater and you got to go to the bathroom? So we've been getting drinks for like the past couple hours. I have to freaking pee, but I can't get up because I feel like I'm going to miss something. And he started laughing. And he was like, you got to hold it, man, because it's not <laughs> over. Oh, man. It was like the most insane blackjack heater I've ever seen. I, I, I couldn't believe it. And it was hilarious. I don't know how I got on that tirade, but it was a very funny story. Because Sean's just like, no, no, don't get up. Don't get up. You might have to pee yourself. You cannot get up right now. Yeah, you can't mess up the juju. You got to hold it, man. But I I, I say all that to say that we're talking about the heater that Steph is on. Yeah, the heater that Steph is on, you don't get up from the table. His over five and a half threes is at plus 102. But also, like, you look at the attempts, Terrell. Like, he's had 16 attempts in at least 16 attempts in four straight games from Destin from the three point line. If you give me 16 shots with Steph from the three point line, I'm going to get six. He yeah. can go six for 16, and it may not look too good on a stat sheet, but we cash that prop. Yeah. Yeah, bro. Yeah. We got to play Steph over five and a half threes. Yeah. I mean, um, was just like, his, yeah, I think that, like, I think it's a bit correlated that if he's going to get over his points prop, it's because he probably knocked down those three point shots. So right now he's at 30 and a half. Um, and again, if he knocks down six of, well, let's say six of 16, that's 18 points right there. So I think a lot of his shot volume, at least over the last four games, have come majority of it from the three-point line. So just take a look at this. So last four games, so against the Pacers, he got 22 shot attempts up, 16 was from the three-point line. Again, same thing against Phoenix, 22 attempts, 16 from the three-point line. Against Utah on Monday night, 19 shot attempts, 16 of those 19 came from the three-point line. And then last night, Against the Clippers, 31 shot attempts, 19 came from the three-point line. So, yeah, I, I think you got to continue, uh, you know, uh, being on Steph Curry. Three-point props here. Anything else you're looking at? Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. Keontae George, very, very tempted as his assist at over five and a half at plus 110. Very, very tempted. If I think this is going to be an over game, I think that this team is going to have to score to keep up. And when Keontae George gets 30, like, He's young, so I expect him to play the back-to-back the full allotment. When he gets 30 minutes plus, he gets over this line, six, seven. He's got another 30-minute plus against the Wizards. He got seven. Like, when he gets the minutes, he gets over this line, and he's done it. Look, another 33 against OKC. He's got seven assists. You go back even further. I have to go all the way back into November to the last time he's got 33 minutes in a game, 30 plus minutes in a game, and not had over five and a half assists. He's done that. He did it whenever he had 30 plus in the month of December. He had 32 against Dallas, 11 assists, 36 against uh, Portland in overtime, six assists. Like from December on, Every time he got 30-plus minutes, he's gotten over this line. So why fade it now? I'll yeah. go with Keontae George plus money over five and a half assists at plus 110. I think he's still going to play the minutes even though he's on a uh, back-to-back. 
Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Uh, are we going back to Walker Kessler, or Walker Kessler blocks? I know we talked about that on Monday. He's had, let me see here. I just had it in front of me. Where did it go? Oh, here we go. Uh, he's had at least three blocks in five straight games. Let me see if we mm-hmm. go back even further. Six straight games, at least three blocks. Now, the odds have adjusted, or the VIG has adjusted a little bit. It's at minus 140 now instead of minus 110. But I think I think we got to continue going back to it. So, Walker Kessler, over two and a half blocks for me in this got, game. Yeah, he got he cashed it. Yeah. He cashed it that last Rather game. Rather easily. Like you said. Yeah. Yeah, like you said. Uh, anything else for this game, Terrell? No, I'm good. Can't say Georgia stuff. That's it. All right. Let's get over to or before we ever get over to the last game of the night. Uh, let me tell everyone about our friends over at Hall of Fame Bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NBA season with Hall of Fame Bets, a sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NBA and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame Bets' revolutionary parlay optimizer tools to get hit rates broken down by leg, as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame Bets. To craft more intelligent data-driven parlays, download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. All right, Terrell, last game on the schedule for tonight. The Portland Trailblazers are um, hosting the Minnesota Timberwolves again. Uh, they played, I believe this was Tuesday night uh, in Portland. But... Um, Right now, as it stands, the Portland, sorry, the Minnesota Timberwolves are a nine-point favorite in this game with a total of two fifteen. And looking at the injury report here for the Minnesota Timberwolves, uh, Jalen Clark is out. Anthony Edwards is uh, questionable for this game. He has right knee soreness, and Wendell Moore Jr. also is questionable for the Portland Trailblazers. Guys that are out: Shaden Sharp. Malcolm Brogdon and Moses uh, Brown and probable is Scoot Henderson tonight. So uh, Scoot Henderson, probable Malcolm Brogdon, Moses Brown and Shaden Sharp are all out for this game. Um, Like I mentioned, these two teams just played against each other on the Tuesday schedule where the Minnesota Timberwolves did win that game. 121 109 did end up covering the eight and a half point spread. The game did go over the total, and they're right back at it here on Thursday night before the All-Star break here, Terrell. Um, any case to be made for Portland here, or do you think that Minnesota rolls again? Nah, I'm all over Portland in this spot. I don't care what happened. Do it again. Do it again. It's a deja vu game. Prove to me you can do it again. At 41 points from Ant in that game, and now he has right knee soreness right before the All-Star break, and he's supposed to go through All-Star weekend. I don't know, man. Like I said, I mentioned it, the Giannis thing last year where Giannis had that hand injury and they were like, oh, he's questionable to play. He ends up playing and then leaves the game early. Like, is there a situation where Anthony Edwards, they just start playing and they're like, oh, no, we're not going to we're not going to do this to him. It's like the last game for the All-Star break. I really, really don't believe that they're really, really 100 percent locked into this game. Whereas the Portland Trailblazers have absolutely nothing to lose. It's not like anybody has it, it has anything to do this weekend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nobody, nobody's got anything to do this weekend. <laughs> so 
they should be 100% locked into this game. I think Anthony Simons can have a little bit more of an efficient game than he did. He got the attempts. He just didn't have the efficiency. DeAndre Ayton had a great game that last time. I only missed one bucket, 22 and 16. I think that he can uh, come out, have some more success with, success with that again. But I'm really just more of Phaeton Anthony Edwards. Phaeton a little bit of an injury. Play it safe a little bit. Timberwolves not caring too much. Deja vu game. Add that all together. I'll take Portland plus nine. Sprinkle on the money line. Well, one player that does have something to do this weekend is going to be Scoot Henderson. He's actually playing on uh, Team Tamika uh, in the Rising Stars Challenge on Friday night. So we'll give at least Scoot Henderson uh, some credit there that he is going to be participating in All-Star. <laughs> all right. But- all right. We got one. Yeah, we got one at least. Um, yeah, I think the concern about Anthony Edwards, like you mentioned, I think that's a great handicap that, um, again, questionable for this game. How much does Portland actually, or sorry, Minnesota want to win by March? Because if you go back and look at the actual box score from the game on uh, Tuesday, it was really uh-huh. that first quarter that did the Portland Trailblazers in. After that, they were actually uh-huh. plus four uh, rest of the way um, for that for that game. So, um yeah, I think you're correct. When I kind of see these, you know, we've talked about it a lot over the past several seasons when we see these two teams, you know, two same teams match up, whether it's uh-huh. been consecutive nights or in, you know, two nights in, in or two games in three nights, usually you'll see one, the other team come back and cover uh, in the game that they didn't cover in that first game. So I'll take the points here as well with the Portland Trailblazers. I think that they'll play with some pride here. And again, I think that the T-Wolves probably kind of let's, you know, lollygat through this game they probably win maybe by six seven points but i think that um portland does get the cover here at least total sitting at 215 in this game terrell any thoughts on that huh <sighs> 215 is the total just give me a minnesota team total under okay i kind of don't know what portland's gonna do but if I feel good about anything, I feel good about Minnesota shitting the bed here, at least on the scoring aspect. Maybe they they play really, really good defense, so I guess maybe you should go towards the under. Uh, but I think Minnesota really can shit the bed here right before the All-Star break, especially if Anthony Edwards is not 100%. And they or they just, one, decide to guard them a little different and make somebody else beat them, make somebody else make the other play. Like, do we trust the scoring everywhere else? Remember a long portion of this season where it just seemed like Minnesota could not score the basketball at all if it wasn't for Anthony Edwards and mm-hmm. maybe sometimes Cat. So, yeah, I'm all over uh, Minnesota team total under. I think that Portland, who's been playing better defensively, comes and shows up big in this spot and just at least keeps them under that total. Let me get a number on that. Uh, I see one twelve and a half. Yeah, for Minnesota. Um, yeah, I was gonna look at the other way. Portland to go over on their team total one hundred two and a half. Um, I was debating which one to go to. Yeah, I think like like Minnesota's. I don't think that defensive intensity is gonna be there in this game. I mean, we've the theme kind of has been that hey, these guys, you know, I, I mean, regardless if they're participating in All Star Weekend or not, they're just kind of you know ready to kind of have a break here, like uh, at least a week off here for a lot of these players, um, you know, and teams that are not going to be participating that maybe take a quick vacation or, or spending time with friends, family, or the case might be right. Um, so I think that defensively, like that intensity is not going to be there. And like, I think last night's a classic example, like you brought up the warriors gave up that 130 piece to the LA Clippers, where the warriors were one of the better teams, if not one of the best teams defensive uh, wise, at least over the last five to 10 games where they've made their run, you know, getting back to 500. So 
This may be a similar situation for the Minnesota Timberwolves at their effort not there on the defensive side. And I think that Portland can get over this team total right now of 102 and a half. So I'll look at the total that way. I think that's kind of also correlates to how we do like both like Portland here tonight as well. Uh, you know, at least to cover the number here uh, against the Minnesota Timberwolves. Uh, player props, Terrell, anything you're looking at? Okay. I see the DeAndre Eaton chatter. Not mad at it. I'm mad at it. I like it. Um, let's see here. Eaton had 22 and 16. I, kinda, I, re- I really can't see myself backing anybody on Minnesota. I just feel like this is such a down spot. Such a down spot for Minnesota. Let's go with Simons, man. Simons, Simons is going to get the attempts. And this could be this could be his, you know, hey, All-Star Weekend's about to show up. I don't really got nothing going on for real. I probably should. I think I'm better than that. And this is just one of his, you know, games to show out in. So maybe I'll go Anthony, Anthony Simons over 21 and a half. What's his three-pointers at? He did go four of ten in the last game. Three and a half at minus 105. If you're going to get 10 attempts, you better hit four of them. Yeah, let's see what he's done. Bro, he's hit four. He's hit at least he's hit exactly four in five straight games. And it's only minus 105. Yeah. I think we got, yeah, we got to get on that. Yeah. Uh, some books, yeah, so we'll I see a, I see plus money out there in some books too. It's crazy. Yeah. So we'll, we'll go with that. Anthony Simons, uh, got to correlate to yours as well. Anytime I do bet, Aiden. Um, so two of the centers that I, I do bet on on their rebounds to go over actually always shit the bed, and that's Rudy Gobert and DeAndre Ayton. They're both in this game, so mm-hmm. uh, I'll recommend the over on at least Ayton rebounds. I don't know, DeAndre Ayton's, DeAndre Ayton's double double is at plus money. I think that's kind of insane. Yeah, I mean, look, he's hit it in two games in a row, it's 18 and 17 against the Pelicans, plus and he money. had 22 and 16. Plus money, 22 and 16. He just had 22. I'm not saying you can go out here and get, you know, 50 million rebounds. Just get to him. It's plus yeah. money. <laughs> plus money bet. Yeah. DeAndre. Double double. Um, plus 114. Double digit rebounds in three out of the last five games. It could have been four out of the five. Um, oh, it's a plus had... 130 out there. Yeah, it's a plus 130 out there. Go get that bet. Plus 130 yeah. for a double double. One game he fell short of uh, 10 rebounds by one rebound. He had nine. But other than that, 16, 17. 9, 3, and 11 for Aiden. So, yeah, I definitely do like that look here as well. Uh, you got anything else for this game? Uh, no, I'm good. Up, oh, uh, yeah, you already answered it. Yep. Uh, Cape Quest asking, also, we can pod tomorrow. Yeah, Terrell and uh, Scott will be doing that. So, again, same time, same place. Uh, make sure you guys tune in uh, for all the fun bets for All Star Weekend. All right. So, that is the last game for the. Thursday night schedule three games here. Troy, let's get into our lock in dog, and then we'll put together our underdog fantasy entry here for tonight. Uh, you want to lead us mm-hmm. off? Okay. For my lock, I, I I can't make it Utah three take three games in a row. But what I will do, hmm, is I'm going to fake the defense. I'm going to fade the defense. I don't know. It's right before All-Star break. Do I want to take over right before the All-Star break? I don't think so. Actually, I should choose one of the unders that I like. So give me Memphis. Back to the well. Memphis unders. Memphis and Milwaukee under 223. Because for once this season, Milwaukee's playing defense. And they should be very locked into this game. But Memphis just doesn't let anybody walk into Memphis and just do whatever. 
what? Memphis yeah. just letting you walk into Memphis. Ask ask the Rockets how that worked out for them. They took an L. They took an L. Now yeah. I'm expecting them to play a lot more, a lot better defensively than they did last night. I think that the pace is going to be a lot slower. I think these teams are going to be sluggish. They're going to be looking ahead to the weekend. You know, hey, you know how it's like when it's Friday, Moon off. You yes. know what it's like when it's Friday. Like you just you just in the office trying to get some stuff done and trying to push along. This is their Friday. This is their Friday right before the All-Star break. So under 223 for Memphis and Milwaukee. That is my lock. For my dog, give me Portland plus 350 on the money line. Oh, I was waiting for you to pick one of these uh, bigger dogs here tonight. So there it is. Uh, all right. Yeah. All right. So Terrell's going with the under in the Bucks and the Grizzlies as his lock. And then the dog is going to be the Portland Trailblazers plus 350 on the money line. Uh, all right, for my lock here, you never walk away from a heater, Terrell. <laughs> you never walk away from a heater. Ooh, sounds like one Stephen Curry. Steph Curry, over five and a half three-pointers made. Wardell. He's just on fire right now, man. I don't know if it's Aisha sending him feet pictures before every game over the last four games, five games, whatever the case might be, but... Uh, if she's doing that, I hope she does it again tonight because dude's an absolute <laughs> monster uh, shooting the three-point ball. Uh, give me Steph Curry over five and a half three-pointers made. Uh, for my dog, um, we talked about uh, Vince Williams Jr.'s assist here tonight. Uh, that's at, it's at four and a half, but obviously we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna ladder this up. So We'll go over five and a half assist is at plus 120. Over six and a half assist is at plus 220 for Vince Williams Jr. And you know, we talked about it, he's had at least eight assists in four straight games for the Grizzlies. So I think that's something that's doable for him here again. And again, he's also been playing oh. the minutes, right? He's averaging 36 minutes per game over the last five games for the Memphis Grizzlies. So, um, I think that he can, you know, at least get into the realm of at least six assists, if not seven, here tonight against the Milwaukee Bucks in a game in a in in the stretch here where he's done it in four games in a row. So I'll take that ladder up the Vince Williams Jr. assist here for tonight against the Milwaukee Bucks. All right, Troy, let's put together our underdog fantasy entry here before we wrap Ooh. it up here for tonight. Again, guys, we are trailing Ooh. right now by two signups. In the uh, little contest we have going across the network, hey man, shows go sign your, your people your people's up with that NBA SGPN code on underdog. Go sign your people's up. If you got a wife, a husband, a partner, a long term girlfriend, a long term boyfriend, a side chick, a side hen. I don't know what a side side dude. I don't know. Whatever. Just go sign them up. Sign sugar them daddy. Up. Just use the code. Sign them up. Sugar daddy. Yeah, sugar daddy. Sign them up. Sign them up with the promo code. All right. Yeah, make sure NBA SGPN. Make sure you use that promo code NBA SGPN. All right, Terrell, where do we want to start here for our entry? Hopefully, we well, let's build a, a winning one before the All-Star break. Get some momentum going into the All-Star break. So uh, where do we want to go? We hit yesterday. Oh yeah, so that's two days in a row. Yeah, so because me and Scott hit on Tuesday, you guys hit yesterday. So yep. let's go for three in a row. Uh, where do you want to start? Uh, let's see. I really like. It. Well, we got to add your Steph play. 
That was yeah. Your let me look for Steph. You want to go uh, just threes, or you want to go points? Mm, no, let's go to threes. We we got to ride ride the hot hand. High. Yeah, yeah. He's never he's, walk away from a heater. Yeah. All right. So yeah, we'll play. They have it five and a half. All right, we'll start with that. Uh, I do like the Keontae George assist play. All right, let me look for Keontae George. He's at five assists for this game. Oh, oh yes, what? We're getting, higher on that. Yeah. yeah, let's go. And then mm. I'm not throwing Eaton in there. You want to go uh, Simons? I know you like Simons tonight. Yeah, we could go Simons. Simons is twenty-one. Uh, I still kind of, I'm kind of scared because I think it's an under game. Um, you want to go eight and re- rebounds? I don't mind eight and rebounds, but I don't want to force you into something you don't want to do. Moon off. Yeah, Aiden's been my kryptonite. Him and Colbert. Maybe they cancel each other out because they're playing each- against each other here tonight. But <laughs> they have been seen in sixteen rebounds each, respectively, uh, yeah. last game. You have anything from the Memphis side you like, or even Milwaukee? You want to go Giannis rebounds? Oh yeah, let's go with Giannis rebounds. If Gian- I'd really be disappointed if Giannis doesn't get these rebounds. Yeah, it's a, he's at twelve as well. All right, so that we'll do with that. All right, so we got Steph Curry higher five and a half three pointers made tonight, and then we got Keontae George uh, higher five assists, and then we'll go Giannis higher twelve rebounds here tonight. Going for three in a row here on the NBA Gambling Podcast, and if you haven't signed up, we're giving out winners. Make sure you use that promo code NBA SGPN. Yep. Get yourself signed up. You'll get that $100 deposit bonus on your first deposit up to $100. And then if you already have an account, you're sitting in the office right now. You're probably watching this or you're listening to this. Tap your coworker on the shoulder. Get them signed up. Use that promo code NBA SGP. All right. That is going to wrap it up for the last games uh, before the all-star break. But the grind doesn't stop here on the NBA gambling podcast. Scott and Terrell. We'll be here tomorrow for NBA All-Star Weekend Picks. A lot of stuff to get to. We gave we gave a little tease, Terrell, on uh, hey. the show we did yesterday with Sean and Ryan. Just we did. A little we tease. gave a little tease. We should let people know. NBA All-Star Weekend is a very profitable weekend for the NBA Gambling Podcast. We somehow, someway, find a way to hit bets during All-Star Weekend. Shout out to uh, one of the greatest NBA betting trends that we have right now. So, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. I can't wait to talk celebrity game, MVP, all-star MVP, Sabrina versus Steph, three-point contest, dunk contest, skills challenge, all of that. Rising stars challenge, all of it. We're talking about all of it. There you go. Eric, a man of the people. Look at this. He says, I'm going to do it today. Sign up with Underdog Fantasy using that promo code NBA SGP. And Eric, once you do it, send us a screenshot. Uh, you can send it to um our Twitter account on um obviously Twitter NBA what's it, NBA SGPN <laughs> whatever it's called I think NBA SGPN send it to our Twitter account on yeah. Instagram <laughs> uh or you can send it to Terrell <laughs> at really real underscore underscore eight Terrell has an Instagram you could you know slide into his DM send him that screenshot we'll shut you guys out uh for getting us uh, or getting yourself signed up and helping out the um the NBA gambling podcast all right like I said. Back tomorrow uh, for NBA All-Star Weekend Pick. Same time, same place to join us then. Uh, Till then, good luck with your bets here tonight. Enjoy the games. And let's break these books off and let it ride. Basketball, give it, give it, give me the ball because I'm going to.